0: Hey guys, welcome to the first podcast of 2021, and um, on today's Bailey Runs podcast, we've got one of Australia's greatest runners, um, Ryan Gregson, who has a personal best at 331, and did hold the Australian record until Stream McQueen. wins, so um, Ryan, would you like to introduce yourself to the viewers? Yeah, I think you've introduced
1: me pretty well, my name's yeah, Ryan Gregson, <laughs>
0: I'm a runner, um, I live in Melbourne
1: um, for a while, um, I'm up in Falls Creek right now, I'm preparing um, you know, for the, what hopefully will be the Olympic Games.
0: It's good. Yeah. Um, So um, we'll go getting straight into it. Yeah. For the first question. Yeah. yeah. All right. So how's the training being up at Falls Creek, because I know when I was up there, it was a little bit colder than usual. So um, how's the weather and training, everything going up there? Yeah, pretty much as soon as you
1: left it, uh, it really started to heat up. So it's been really nice. The shirt's been off and uh, the you know, all the water that was covering the trails is cleared. So it's the running's been a lot faster up here. And uh, the sessions have been – yeah, the sessions have been been easier and faster as well. So so that's been good. And, um, you know, three-week camp, about halfway now. So looking forward to going hard for the second half and uh, getting really fit.
0: It's good, yeah. Well, I know you're a big cricket fan. So how has, like, the test cricket in Australia been? Like, I know I watched a little bit of it, but I'm not – I'm not really a big cricket fan. I only like the Big Bash, but um, I know you're a massive cricket fan. So how do you reckon Australia's doing? Uh, it was a bit frustrating that last test, um,
1: you know, trying to watch them take, you know, eight wickets on that last day in uh, Sydney where they could, they could only take three. It was, was pretty frustrating. It was a frustrating watch. But uh, I think, um, you know, obviously, Australia is one of the best teams in the world, but but so is India. So both teams are pretty evenly matched. Uh, but I'd probably have to say that if we um, if, if the series is pretty pretty square, um, you know, I have to say they're better than us because I think over in India um, they would have us covered if, if we can't beat them at home. So they're an amazing team. They don't even have you know Kohli right now. So um, hopefully you know we can win up at the Gabba. But um, I've been very impressed by them and um, I you know I enjoy watching the big Bash, too. I know you like that, um yeah, but um, it was pretty perfect there for five days in a row. We had you know test match cricket and then the big bash at night, so it was certainly good to to watch that to be able to fill in the the slow hours that happens at Falls creek
0: yeah, um so. This is this will be a hard question for you because I don't know if you remember any of this but out of all the races you've done like internationally what would be the race that you would remember the like the best out of all of them uh remember the best um I'd have to say you
1: know what I achieved in in 2016 at the Olympic games was was certainly you know the most memorable experience of my career you know running the 1500 we certainly do race a lot so a lot of the races can you know, blend into one another. But I'd have to say, certainly that season, it was definitely the best of my career. And, um, you know, being able to make the Olympic final was um, memorable for me and, you know, something that, um, you know, will be etched into my brain forever and something I think about a lot and um, something I'm very proud of.
0: Yeah, it's good, yeah. Well, I was watching um, this interview you did with Athletics Victoria about the Commonwealth Games and how, The fifteen hundred, you were hoping to medal, um, but like that didn't go to plan because it went out a little bit faster than usual, or a little bit faster than what you could probably keep up with. And we saw the two Kenyans take first and second, as you said, the two they were like the best in that, like in the world for that year. So, how did the Commonwealth Games compared to twenty sixteen? How was the like training and like racing been like? between both of those, like, I know it's two years difference, so you'd be fitter and faster, but um, how was, like, the Commonwealth Games and that? Um, you know, it was a massive opportunity that I probably, you know, didn't certainly didn't run my,
1: my best in, um, the 2018 Commonwealth Games. It was, you know, a situation in the final where, um, you know, we had the two best guys in the world in in menangoy and Chariot, and I probably... You know raced a bit too aggressive um where where I probably should have you know raced how I usually do, which is you know more more conservative from the back and then, then really, really finishing off hard um in the last lap but um you know I really believe that you know I, I could win the race maybe maybe um maybe i i was I was too confident, but um my main goal was to just really go with them and um from the start and even though they weren't going that fast, just kind of you know jostling for position the whole way um you know, I was probably a bit wide wide the whole trip and didn't really run my own race. So, you know, that was a learning experience in itself that you, no, no matter, you know, kind of who's in the race, that you should always, um, you know, run the best way to... The, run the best way that suits you to finish high, as high up the field as you can instead of, um, you know, following certain people or, or basing your
0: tactics off someone else. Yeah, that's true. Oh, this is a question from Tim. <laughs> So he sent me a question. It was like, "Oh, what five people would you ask to, to a dinner party?"
1: God, well, I wish I had a bit more uh, preparation.
0: Yeah, uh, for that, um,
1: I have to say, uh, probably Leonardo DiCaprio. He'd probably have some good stories. Yeah. Um About Hollywood and you know the shenanigans that goes goes on over the, Over there, I would yeah. want. Probably, um, Shane Warne.
0: Oh, he's, he's a great bloke, Shane Warne. I think he'd be pretty interesting. I'd definitely
1: ask, um, you know, one of the US presidents, maybe like a, a George Bush, just to find a bit more about like, you know, the conspiracies around September 11 and whether like aliens are real. Yeah. Um, got two more um, big fan of always been a big fan of Kevin Peterson he's kind of one of my sporting idols and then I'd have to say someone really funny maybe like uh you know an Alex Williamson he's a bit shooter oh, he's, yeah. he's a bit rude but um, I think he'd have everyone in stitches. Yeah.
0: But you know all right, we'll go back to bit, running. Yeah, if I had a
1: bit more preparation, I'd probably come up with a
0: better five. No, nah, that's fine. That's fine. Because if I had to pick 5 it'd probably like Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Um probably one of the presidents of America. Um, so like I know it's a big thing over there right now with Donald Trump and Joe Biden, but I'd probably pick Don Joe Biden over him. Yeah. Um who else? I mean, I would have wanted to meet you, but <laughs> now I am talking to you, so that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> um, who else? Probably like, uh, yeah, I don't really have to. Gary V. He's a very he's a very big um influencer um so, and then probably on the last one would probably be like um. Yeah, I don't have a last one for me, quite honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're going to the next yeah. question. So how was your weekly mileage? Have you increased your weekly mileage up at Falls Creek or has it been the same compared to like back to Melbourne and that? Um,
1: the same, but it has kind of naturally increased just because I was coming back. For, I just kind of started my preparation after coming back from Europe last year. And having some downtime, um, so I just kind of gradually did build up. Um, it's at about 160K a week right now. Um, so, yeah, it did build up as, as I got here, but that also coincided with, you know, getting a bit fitter and and gradually, you know, building my training
0: load. Yeah, it's good. It's good. So um when you come back to Falls, I know you're looking towards the Olympics, but do you reckon you'll race at like Zatapak for like I know you're a fifteen mile runner, but if you could, would you race in a race before the Olympics or when you come back down from Falls Creek? Yeah, I'll
1: definitely I'll race plenty. So I'll start off um I'll do a fifteen hundred at Zatapak Uh just to you know, start the start the prep and you know, I think um to race your best 1500, I think usually you have, you know, at least two beforehand to really, you know, feel the rhythm, rhythm of the race again. So, um, I'll do that. And, um, you know, there'll be other races throughout, throughout the summer. Um, hopefully, you know, think things stay on. Um, but yeah, my main yeah. goal is to qualify, um, yeah, for, for the 1500, for the,
0: what would be my third Olympic games. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. So what time would you be looking for? To like, be competitive at the Olympics, or what time would you want to run? Um,
1: I'd have to run, you know, under three thirty-five, to, you know, and be in the top three Australians to make the Olympic Games. I think that's very uh, possible. Um, I think that's very possible. Um, last year in Europe. I ran three thirty five three times. I ran a three fifty two mile, which you know works out to be about three thirty five. So it's say four times. Yeah. I just missed um, missed missed on running the the standard. We couldn't we couldn't do the standard because um, you know nothing actually counted for qualification purposes in twenty twenty. But um, you know just off of such a short season, um, I was able to do that. You know four times within you know, say five weeks. So it kind of gave me confidence that just off a bit of a longer prep, um, more racing that, you know, in 2021, um, it's something that's, that's very achievable here in Australia. And, you know, between, you know, the guys, the 500 meter runners we've got in our group with, with Stewie and, and Ramsden and Geordie and Williams, um, there's plenty of guys who are competitive and we can all push each other and get the most out of ourselves.
0: Yeah, it's good. It's good. So, you are 30 now, aren't you, Ryan? Yep. Yeah. So, how many years are you hoping to like run internationally as well as very competitive? Mate, to be honest, as long as I can. So, yeah.
1: Um, That's
0: everyone's goal.
1: I'm certainly, I think um, probably a bit too much is made, made on air. Yeah. Um, but certainly how my body feels now and like it feels better than. It did in my early 20s. You know, I, I was injured, pretty much injured for five years from the age of 20 to 25. I, you know, I didn't, I ran as much as I didn't. So, you know, for every day I ran in those five years, I was injured. I was injured for a day. So there's a lot of time um, on the sidelines and with, um, you know, frustrating things that were coming up. So um, I, I don't feel like it's bought me extra time, but it's it, it also made me um learn how to, you know, overcome setbacks when um, they arise with my body and just just overall manage myself relatively well. You know, I'm 30 now and I've been doing the sport for a long time, and my body feels, you know, as good or, you know, better than it ever has. So, um, you know, if I can just keep running well and, and based off the 2020 season, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much thereabouts. And uh, I think um, this year can be even better. So, um, you know, there'll be Olympics in 2021, one in 2024. That's, you know, after this year, the next one will come around pretty quick. So um, I'd certainly love to to do all that, but I won't be certainly putting an end date on. Um, I think, um, yeah, I might surprise a few people with um,
0: how long I can hold, yeah, hold this and keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah, so like a Bernard Legat. Sort of like that, because he's still running competitively, and he's like forty something, isn't he? Forty five, I think. I think. Forty. So I can tell you, certainly, I won't be doing that.
1: But um, yeah, <laughs> while I can still hold, you know, the level that I'm at, um, I and and you know, I'm improving in areas. Like last year, I did a five PB and I know there's certainly a lot of um, room to go there. So um, certainly, while I'm still improving, you know, I love the sport, and I, I certainly feel that I've still got. Um, you know, more accomplishes, accomplishments in me that, you know, I haven't achieved yet. So, um, certainly, you know, well into my mid thirties.
0: Yeah. So this is related to shoes. What shoes do you like running in? I know you like your, like, Vic, do you like your victories and that? Like the thinner shoes compared to like, you know, the dragonflies, they're a little bit thicker. So you're running in the dragonflies, aren't you? For the track. Yep. Yeah. Dragonfly. Yep. Yeah. On um like cross country, what shoes would you be wearing there? I'd wear the Dragonfly. Just um, oh yeah,
1: super light, and I just reckon they they, they feel comfy. I think the the victories are obviously great, but I think the Dragonfly are a bit more stable. I I just feel maybe because they don't have the air, the you know the airbags in them, I feel a bit more stable. I, I know the victories are super popular, but um for me. Yeah, I just prefer the, the Dragonflies. They're both, you know, both the shoes get amazing results, but just, yeah, I, it's probably a, a feel. It doesn't seem to be that either shoe suits middle distance or distance better because you got examples where, you know, people run the 5K wearing the Victory and, you know, people run the 800 wearing the, you know, Dragonfly. So it just depends on, you know, what feels best. But for me, that's yeah, definitely the Dragonfly. Yeah,
0: so do you – like for Falls Creek, um, are you wearing – what flats are you wearing up there? Are you just wearing like Pegasus and all them? I wear Pegasus for all my running,
1: uh, yeah. just regular aerobic, running. And then for uh, sessions, I wear the Vaporfly next percent. So they just – you know, i got plenty of support underneath them. I pull up great and, um, yeah, super comfortable. So I just don't really – don't really too much. D- don't really wear uh, too many other shoes. Just like to keep it simple between between those.
0: Yeah. See, for me, I've been running like all my long runs and everything the Zoom Fly threes because I know a lot okay. of people um have been running like races in Zoom flight threes. I feel like they're too heavy for me personally, but um they're a comfy shoe for me and um I do my sessions in like the Next Percents and Dragonflies if I'm running in spikes. So. That's like a good combination because like the next percent yep. feel a little bit similar to the Zoom Fly threes, and then you just it's just lighter the next percents compared to the Zoom Fly threes. But um, everyone's different because I know a few of my running mates still running the like first Zoom Flies, and they still reckon they're awesome to training and racing. So, I mean, it just depends on what the person like enjoys running. In. So, like. You've been running the Pegasus for like all your running, haven't you? Like... Yeah, I
1: have my whole time. The, the shoes changed a lot, but yeah. um, actually, I, I think the the new Pegasus, the Pegasus Thirty Seven, it's certainly the most durable Pegasus I, I've had, and um, the most comfiest as well. So, um, very happy with them right
0: now. Yeah. So we'll go back to like sport. So I know you're a big fan of cricket. What do you watch any other sports like soccer, basketball, NFL, like any of that at all? Or are you just cricket? No, I keep an eye on most sports. I
1: really into, you know, NFL and NBA. Yeah. I don't have a, you know, particular team. I just enjoy following storylines. So like in the NFL I just find myself you know, wanting Tom Brady and Antonio Brown to have success at Tampa. Yeah. And then in the basketball, um, you know, I want LeBron to go down as the greatest of all time. So I'm obviously cheering on him to win a fifth championship and, you know, end that, end that debate, which I think he he will by the end of his career. So they're the things I find myself um rooting for. But, you know, in Australia, I love Aussie rules. I love the Swans. I love yeah, you know, NRL, go for the Dragons and... Um, started supporting tottenham a bit later on when um later in life when Gareth bale um, went back there so um I, I follow a lot of sport yeah um, yeah and there's a lot going on so yeah um, you know it makes life pretty interesting
0: yeah see i've or as you would know i 'm a big basketball fan 'cause yeah um my team's doing pretty well right now, so i'll take that as like a massive win. Cause last year we just missed playoffs, so that was a bit annoying <laughs> for me. Just, sorry, ah, uh, Phoenix Suns. Oh, nice. Yeah, Paul's just gone there. S- yeah, so he's just made the team a little bit better. I feel, yeah, because of like he's just had the experience of bringing every player back into the game, and it just made the team a lot better than what they probably were. So, yeah, yeah. So um, this is a bit random, but how was Christmas and everything?
1: Yeah, good. It was um it was quiet. You know, I was down in uh, Melbourne with uh, my wife Genevieve and yeah. we spent it uh we actually went over to yeah, um Tim, you know, O'Shaughnessy who you were talking about earlier. Yeah. Sending that question, who's, you know, Well uh, the O'Shaughnessy's they're a great um family in the athletics world in Melbourne, very supportive, been very, very good for um, me and Genevieve over the years, very accommodating and we went over there with their with their family who um you know have been been Become close to them, close to all of them over the years, and they got a good couple of young grandkids now, which makes it makes it fun. And um, usually, Genevieve and I would be in um, you know Queensland with her family or or Sydney with my family. But um, we we just the late finish to the season in October, you know, quarantine, then spending a bit of downtime with our families up until the start of December, um, and, and with all like the border closures and all that. Um, once once we left our families um, to come back to come back south at the start of December, you know we didn't want to, the hassle of ha- having to go back there um, another twenty days later. So yeah, we found, spent our first Christmas in Melbourne, and it was it was low key, but it was nice.
0: Yeah, it's good. Well, I mean, I saw you and Genevieve did a few challenges while you were in Queensland when you were doing the Steigen. Oh yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it looked fun. So how was that like during? Because you didn't have like you didn't have to quarantine over in Queensland for the Steigen because I know you went over to there because Melbourne was, like, locked down and you couldn't really do anything here. So it was just good watching people race in Queensland. So, I mean, you had you ran a good 3K, even though it was wet at Queensland for the Steigen. Yeah, I ran a good race. I ran 7.46. It was just, like, a time trial, but, um, you
1: know, it was, it was good and I knew, it made me realise I was in good, good shape before heading overseas, which, you know, from the races over there, um, you know the, those form lines held true, but you know in about March when things were getting bad and you know nationals was cancelled and the Olympic Games was postponed um just because Genevieve and i we had we had options to go elsewhere, and we knew the way this this virus was going that you know we thought we'd use this this period to you know see our family that you know have been largely neglected in our you know pretty much for the last ten years um because of running, so we spent um two months with with my family in northern New South Wales a yeah. place called foster um yeah and then maybe about yeah three months with her family um from in Brisbane and the gold Coast they're kind of spread out over there so and 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 yeah, both those places you know our experience of corona was you know, very limited, we we're very lucky, but we're thankful we had those options that we're thankful that we had the options to to head north. Um it, it was great for us um and, and, and thankful that yeah we we got out when we did and, and took the most of an opportunity to spend time with family and make the most of, you know, what was a an unfortunate year, but we you know we were able to have some positives out of it.
0: Yeah. Which is good. You always need to look back at your family and see them because I know last year was a very tough year for everyone. Um, cause like last year I was in good form as well and getting ready for nationals. And then coronavirus came around and it's like, you, you got more, you got a lot fitter. Cause I know I got a lot fitter. And then when I came back to falls Saturday night, I felt a little bit fitter cause I went to training yesterday and I felt a lot faster cause I've never run like 25 seconds a 200 in my life. And, I ended up pulling that out last night, so no I mean I was quite happy. Great work. Yeah. So, um, with the uh, Steigen, how was it race? I know you had you and Jack Bruce. Did you, he? You had paces as well. So, how was the pacing? Because I know Callum was pacing it from Queensland. So he's a really good runner for him. So I mean, would have been a good experience for him. And yeah. So, how did the race? go out cuz I know you were up the front for a lot of it so yeah um so we
1: had Callum Davies who's who's a nice young kid and good young runner is at falls at the moment then we had James Coleman who's um you know uh you know Tim coaches him he's, he's yeah. been up in Queensland doing some some psych study so you know that that was good and we had another young guy uh local Queensland guy as well so we had three guys but probably you know the conditions were well, I got to be honest the conditions were pretty bad so Um, we probably, you know, shifted what, you know, we thought was probably possible that day. Uh, My PB is only, you know, 7.42, so... um,
0: Oh, so it wasn't even a... It wasn't that bad of a race then. No, it was was surprising. It was actually pretty good.
1: So my PB is 7.42. uh, You know, I would have... You know, perfect day, perfect pacing. You know, maybe I thought I'd be able to run around 7.40, but, um, you know, the, the weather was pretty bad, so... The main thing we wanted to do was uh, for me was just have have confidence and finish off well um you know because it was like my only hit out before going over to Europe, so i didn't want to be in a situation where i I go out in like sixty twos and I'm gassed at halfway and I struggle home and run you know don't even break seven fifty that that would be you know I wouldn't have got much out of that, but um I wanted a situation where don't go out too hard um, and really really work home at the end um. And just leave feeling like, yeah, there's a bit more there and it's just confidence building. That's what it was. Um, You know, I was only about 3.59 at like halfway and I came home maybe 3.47. So that's obviously not the most ideal to run it with a 12-second, you know, negative split. But um, I do prefer to run it more that way than than go out too hard. So um, it was definitely, you know, a success because um, I remember leaving that day thinking, wow, 7.46, um, the way I ran it, um, you know, it gave me a lot of confidence that, you know, the training that I'd done in, in Corona was, was good and, you know, I was ready to, to race, you know, a 5K overseas and, and, and run a PB, and which I did and, you know, it yeah, made me happy.
0: Yeah. So, you know how um, your wife uh, ran the fastest tan race? Were you thinking of racing in that race? Against like Jack Rayner and Stewie, or and them. Oh, sure, yeah, I'd love to. It's um, you know, it's an iconic distance, um,
1: in Melbourne. I think it's um, you know, it's just important for for recall in general. Just just races that that the general person understands. That's why I think you know mile races are so important because you know people understand what a you know a sub four minute mile is. They mightn't really understand what a three forty two. 1500 meter is, which is that, you know, that's what's equivalent to, but, you know, running a 359 mile, you know, people, people understand what that means. Well, a lot of people do and, you know, they thought, wow, you ran you ran sub 400 mile where really it might only be a 342, but, you know, it gets people excited. And the same thing about the tan, um, you know, what Genevieve was able to do and be the fastest woman around the tan, you know, back in March, that was actually the day before we, we headed north. Um, you know, it's was pretty special and I'm proud of her to you know, her and her and Nick, um, you know, targeting that race because there wasn't much positive news going on. It was a lot of negative stuff with, you know, I think that morning or the morning before the Olympics got postponed, the weekend before um, Nationals got cancelled. So, um, you know, it was pretty perfect that, you know, they were able to make the most of such a you know a terrible situation and and you know have such a positive result and a positive story for you know um the sports world and um it got a bit of traction because you know there just wasn't anything going on and um and Genevieve was yeah, able to turn such a bad situation and and show people that you know something can still be can you know be achieved out of all of this and um looking back on the 2020 sports year, you know, it was actually a pretty good year for sports. So, uh, yeah, it was part
0: of that. All right. So, um, you said that you raced a 5k. So how did that race end up going? So I just lost you there. No. So you said you ran a 5k. So how did that race end up going? Was it a good time? Did you end up running a personal best for it or? Yeah, I did. So, my personal best was only 1337.
1: I'd only last time I did one on the track was in 2013. It was a long time ago. So, it was in um, Gothenburg and I was able to run 1325. So, I was pretty happy with that 12 second PB. But the way it was run, um, I think you probably need a, a couple of 5Ks. So, I wouldn't mind doing another one this year. I probably wasn't as, you know, I was probably running a bit wide in the, in the, early laps because it was, there's a lot of guys in the race. I was about 25 and a lot of them are around, around my ability. So, um, you know, we're jostling for spots and um, really good to be in a, in a situation that's, um, you know, I'm able to find a position on the rail a bit better and, and relax more for the first 3K and, you know, run a bit of a shorter distance, relax more and, you know, I think I can definitely get under 13, 20 um, if I'm
0: if I have another opportunity, which I'm excited for. It's good. So when would you want to run your next 5K? Like there'll what be, time and where?
1: There'll be one in Melbourne um, at the start of March that um, we'll do one in Box Hill. So uh, the rest of my group will do it and, you know, some of the other elite guys, you know, around Australia. So um, I think that's a pretty good opportunity and, the Olympics, Olympic standard is about thirteen thirteen. Um I don't know if I'll get that, but um I, I don't think um I'm off that if you know I race I race well and, and do what I'm capable of.
0: Yeah. So um back to racing, like what would be the eyes set on for twenty twenty one under the Olympics, but what other race would be like next important to the Olympics to you?
1: Um nationals because you know you've got to race well at nationals um to you know be inside the top three or and be competitive you know if you, if you want to make the olympics it's, it's pretty hot right now there's a lot of guys who are around that you know 334 mark who can do it so um that race is going to be very important the middle of middle of april in sydney so hopefully you know we, we can get there but um you know that's going to be very very important and um I really feel I'm capable of, you know, making the Olympics. And, and when I'm there, I do feel I can make a, another Olympic final. But, you know, to get there, you know, first of all, I've got to be, you know, one of the three best Australians to get picked. And, you know, that's a stepping stone for my ultimate goal.
0: Yeah, it's good. It's good. So how, like, I know, Falls Creek, I know when as soon as I left, a lot of, like, Geordie and all of them came up. So... I what I looked at your one Ks and they looked pretty good, so I know it was a little bit hotter up there, so where the one Ks were like well paced and everything up there. Yeah, I've just natural improvement. So the first week I was
1: averaged around um two fifty seven this week. Um averaged around two fifty four. So that that's gonna happen because that's obviously, you know, three seconds of rep improvement, that's a fair bit, but that's gonna happen just because I did. I did start this prep a bit late because you know I finished the season around middle of middle of October. Um, waited around in in Europe having a bit of downtime, um, waiting to you know get on a flight back to Australia, and then had hotel quarantine, um, which is another two weeks. So by the time we got training and and build a bit of momentum, um, you know it, it did. It was a pretty scrappy um, you know six or seven weeks there with all of that. So. Um, I am improving, you know, at a, at a rate of rate of knots right now. It, it will slow down, but um, you know, I'm still kind of getting my getting my fitness back that I, I built in the middle of this year, and um, I won't be too
0: far away. Yeah, it's good. Um, what sports did you end up playing when you were growing up? Because I know you played like cricket when you were younger. Um, what other sports did you play from cricket?
1: I played cricket. I played um hockey was a sport I played a lot. So my I grew up in a country town, um, uh, just south of Wollongong and uh in New South Wales and hockey was was big there. It seems to be quite, quite big in um you know, regional towns in Australia, um, especially, you know, New South Wales. So I played that. That was kinda of like my family um sport with all my cousins and all that. So I did that, had a bit of success, played for, you know, New South Wales as a junior. Um, and I loved the, you know, the team sport aspect of it, the camaraderie, and you know, I had plenty of friends through that, which which made made me love the sport. Um, but I always knew that, you know, I did prefer running. Um, you know, it's not social or anything like that, but you know, I, I did like the idea that it was all all me. You know, I could train as hard as I wanted, and I didn't have to rely on um, on other people. So I think I probably. Um, so to my personality, I do I do like to work hard and um, I think that, you know, I, I did enjoy playing those sports growing up. I also, also played um, yeah, touch footy um, for a long time growing up, maybe from the age of like six to, you know, 12. Um, yeah, that was great. But throughout all that time, even though I played a, those other sports, you know, my number one love was all, always running. Um, and this was even when I wasn't having that much success. So, um, you know, obviously, you know, made the right choice in the end. Yeah.
0: So, what age did you fully concentrate on running?
1: Uh, 16.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. So, I don't have anything else to ask you, um, but I really appreciate you coming on and talking to me. So, no worries at all, mate. It was a bit of fun. Yeah. Um, so, you guys. Like the podcast. Go and check Ryan out and follow his journey going up to 2021 Tokyo Olympics. So, happy guys. enjoyed the podcast. And, yeah, see you guys in the next one. See you, Ryan. Thanks for Thanks. talking to me. Thanks, Bailey. Appreciate it, mate. All right. See you, Ryan. See ya.